What's that? Someone Casio data bank. Bloody hell. Good, good catch, man. That's my Casio watch. I was resetting the timer. That is Jesus. nice. It's a good ear you got there. Boom. All that, all that webcam's working. <laughs> Are we going to do, do it in stereo? Yeah. Oh, mind <laughs> officially blown. Hello and welcome to the gaming podcast for the month of November. I am, of course, Steve Hill. This month we've been playing I'm Scared. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know that we always play a game. The winner of said game, the the guy who gets the highest score, is always the one who gets introduced last. Uh, this month it's slightly unusual because this game is... Is it one you complete now? Is Can you can you finish it? Yeah, it's, it's only about 20 minutes long, so it's... it's it's not. It's got. It's not got a score or anything like that. No achievements or anything. You just play through it and then you've finished it, basically. It's a bit of a scary game in um, in the theme of Halloween, seeing as we've just had Halloween. And we always kind of miss it on the podcast. We're either too early or too late. So this is our rather feeble attempt at a tie-in. Uh, but joining me, as always, is Leon Matthews. Yeah, that's me, right at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Steve actually couldn't get it working in his browser, but then it turned out that he actually got further than you or the same. Are we going to call it a draw? I'm going to say he got further than me because I had basically no time for it whatsoever. I tried to play it. It looked like Minecraft. And <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was walking through corridors and doors were closed and there was books on shelves. And then I got to this place and then I went, do you know what? I need to play Call of Duty. You know, right gun, now. so it went yeah. out. <laughs> Basically, my time right now, you've got to understand, is limited. There is a lot of stuff going on. And when I can play Call of Duty or Sunset Overdrive or Forza or anything else, this wasn't high on my list of priorities. Also joining me is Steve Carter. Hello, Steve. Good evening. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Joining us late, listener. Late. Uh, I've, got, I've got things to do, I've got places to be. Oh, I see how it is. Papers to deliver. <laughs> Yep, that's exactly what it is. Got to earn some cash money, isn't that somewhere? Also joining me, my brother from another mother, is Mark Botright. Hello, Mark. Hello, Steve. You made it past the corridor into the crystal maze over the waterfall. Am I close? I made it to a maze. I followed some arrows um, and then I just kind of got lost. I really feel like we're selling this game. Game of the year. It's only supposed to be yeah twenty minutes long, so we all really should have no excuse. But it, we all, I, I've got a bit of man flu, so that's my my excuse oh. for a feeble oh, attempt. Um, anyway, our champion, he got to the end of I'm scared, or at least so he says. But we'll have to take his word for it. Noel Gill, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Um, yeah, it was, it's it's a very short game, so I'm surprised none of you have played through it. And it is really interesting. It's really clever as well. So I think anyone who is listening and has been sold on it by this very terrible out, outpouring by you lot, it should uh, check it out. It's good. What, why, why is it good? It's clever. It's um, The folder that you extract the game into starts filling up with things as you play through it. So the game will intentionally crash itself and fill up with like text boxes and pictures and things like that. And it'll pop your browser up it doesn't just scare you in the game it'll open a browser and it'll open like media files and things like that it acts like it's messing around with the computer when in reality it's just it's not it crashes the game something will pop up and the game will restart itself and then maybe a text file will pop up that you have to read it's it's clever like that it is it is really quite smart send someone around to break into your house and <laughs> you on the shoulder. 
It, to be fair, after last month's amazingly camp, brilliant robot <laughs> unicorn. There was nothing wrong with the unicorn. Evolution. It was always going to be a hard act to follow, so. Oh, I had a really... Sorry, this is completely off-topic, but I had to share it with somebody. I love off-topic. It's burning it. me inside, right? Cystitis? It's, it's, I went to the, um, to the local game today, and it's in like a big sort of shopping centre type place, and at the time I was on the phone to my girlfriend. Do you mean a just, mole? No, no, it's not, because it's like outdoors, it's confusing. Let's just ignore that. <laughs> anyway, it's in this big shopping well, centre place. I, I want to know the name. I want to know the name. Oh, God, it's, it's, it's Junction Thirty Two. But I was on the phone, right? Hang on, what? That's what it's called. Yes, I was on the phone uh, to my girlfriend. What's it called? And, again? Oh, I could kill you all. <laughs> I could murder you all. Honestly. Oh God! Come on, the suspense is killing me. Go right, on. so I'm on the phone. And um, some announcement starts getting played on the speakers, like some bloke saying, excuse me, customers. So I stick my finger in my ear so I can hear my girlfriend better because this announcement is annoying me. And all of a sudden the music goes off and it's really quiet and I'm quite confused as to why it's quiet, but I carry on talking loud and obnoxiously anyway. And my voice is echoing through the area and and, um, I come off the phone and it was 11 o'clock and I talked all the way through the silence. Oh god! Oh god! It's horrible. Honestly, I'd, you'd never seen somebody walk as fast in your life. It was horrible. <laughs> but I needed to get that off my chest because it's been killing me. So, fellas, a little game came out uh, about a week ago under the radar. Not much hype. Not much news. You may have seen the odd thing. Anyone catch Call of Duty? A little bit, a little bit. Is this a my, new, my, new my, indie you're, game? You're playing it now, aren't you? I've <laughs> still got it on. I'm not playing it now, because after the last podcast, right, all you could hear was me playing a game for about 45 <laughs> minutes. I thought I'd not do that again. Busted. Um, but if my pad was silent, I would be playing it now, yes, because it, it's decent, I will say. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed it. I doubt I've played anywhere near as much as you. Oh, I should actually, I should say, my copy, I got my copy as a present for passing my driving test. Oh, congratulations. 34 years old, two fails later, and five years of learning, I passed my test. (laughs) (laughs) How many to the club? How many are you allowed? Uh, Like 14. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I I, I was one away from that. One. And I I think I knew it as well. It's still a pass. It's still a pass, and there's quite a hefty hill start just before the test centre. So I was on my way back and I knew it was close and I pulled up at the lights, handbrake goes on, I thought, this is it, Stephen. You've got a nail. <laughs> <laughs> this is your moment. I of the tiger yeah, started you're playing. Hearing the <laughs> thing, yeah. This is your moment. Don't f*** it up. Yeah. And I nailed it. Nice. Congrats, man. <clears throat> so anyway, yeah, got back and, and the wife uh, had... Call of Duty Advanced Warfare on the PS4 wrapped up for me. And I've, I've been enjoying it. Would you have kept it, it if it's... you'd failed? I was just about to ask that. <laughs> You're not worthy. This is what you could have won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have wheeled it off on the stage. Well, she burns it. Considering I'd failed it twice before and the game definitely wasn't out at that time, it, this was quite a knee-jerk uh, reaction to uh, to the past, so I guess I should be grateful. I don't know what she planned to give me for the other two occasions. Had she took them back and got a refund. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who knows what game I could have ended up with. Um, but yeah, a- a- anyone else pick it up? Is it just me and Leon? Come on, everyone must have got this. 
Nah, I've, I've picked it up as well. Um, I know, like, Niall like, won't pick it up. He's adverse to buying any Call of Duty games. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, from what it offends you, like, uh, Remembrance Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It, this is never going to end, is it? You're not going to live this one down. Mistake. Going back to the Call of Duty thing, it's, um, you know, to me, it's... Um, as much as they keep saying it's sort of changing and, you know, Sledgehammer have been working it for the past three years, it's still very, very similar to the last ones. Is it enjoyable as the last ones? Um, I'm still having a bit of a nightmare with it, really, trying to get used to all this exosuit business with the invisibility and the extra health and the jumping about. Um, I've just play, been playing the classic modes without the sort of special abilities so people can't sort of jetpack I didn't and even know you had that. Map. Yeah, it's right at the bottom, the classic mode. I think you can only play like team deathmatch, domination, and search and destroy or something. Um, I'm a, I must be like the typical sort of 70% of the Call of Duty playing world that just goes, team deathmatch, team deathmatch. <laughs> oh, no, you're not a squeaky American. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Are those modes called the no fun mode? Uh, no, they're, the, they're playing the game properly mode, then. Oh, come on. To be fair, the only thing that looks interesting about this one is the fact that you can like jetpack around a little bit. But there, it's good. But I don't think the levels have been necessarily designed to reflect the sort of verticality that the jetpacks offer. There's just too many sort of like avenues for people to just charge through, and and the, uh, it's, there's just too many shooty bang lasers and some sonic shotgun that just black, <laughs> like one hit kill. And it's just like why. You've just gone too far with it now. There's like some laser that comes from sky and kills you. There's people walking about with laser pens that kill you. It's, <laughs> it's a laser pen that kills it's, you. It is. It's just like a big laser. It's like you fire this laser and, oh, yeah, you're dead. It's a laser. Where's that come from? Why has he got a laser? It's advanced warfare, man. That's it's laser warfare. Advanced warfare is laser pens, is it? Yeah. It's a it bit just, bigger think, than a laser pen, to be I fair. Can't, I can't decide if it like actually kills you or just blinds you so much that you just die. <laughs> I'm not sure at the moment. It's, yeah, I mean, I'll probably get into it once I've learnt the maps a little bit more. Um, but at the minute, I'm still trying to just find my feet with it. But it, it's, you know, Call of Duty is Call of Duty. It's, you know, it's the, apart from the exosuits, it's pretty much the same at the moment. Whether they'll add anything new at a later date with the, the extra content, we'll, we've yet to see. Do you know how in previous... Call of Duty's in the multiplayer, you could kind of hit a rhythm where if you kept moving around the map, you could kind the game could kind of fall into your momentum. So you would just be sort of snarfing up all the kills and the perks and the kill streaks. And just because you were in that cycle of kind of kill after kill, that momentum helped you through. Yeah, it was like that in COD Four, where because the kill streaks kept rolling as well. So, like, if you got a chopper and you died, you called in your chopper, and that would get you halfway to your next kill streak. It, it, exactly. So, I'm quite old school in the fact that I probably haven't played the last three in any kind of meaningful way. So, the whole momentum thing used to have a lot of relevance, sort of back in the day when I first played. So, I always try and play the game in that style, but the verticality is like completely, completely blown that. Because I, I, I'm just not disciplined into kind of looking up or around me in that same way. And it, uh, that's been really hard to get, get to grips with so did far. You, have you played any of... Did you ever pick up Titanfall or play any of Destiny? I, I played Titanfall, but I never really played it meaningfully over like months and months. You know, I probably played it for the first month quite a bit. And then it and then it kind of fell out of vogue, and I, I didn't really go back to it. And I dare say that would have made a, a big difference, yeah. But it definitely definitely feels very alien to me. Although I like it, I, I am enjoying it. I must stress that I am really enjoying it at the moment. 
Yeah, I'm I'm kind of enjoying it as well. Um, obviously, a lot more than Steve seems to be enjoying it. Um, <laughs> but I'm kind of predisposed to like it anyway. I, I kind of like Call of Duty as it is anyway. So, um, but I don't know. Is it is it like Titanfall? That's the big question that everybody asks. Um, yeah, it's it's quite like Titanfall, but it's not like it enough that you don't need to play it. Um, I do think they are slightly different. Titanfall had a more kind of forward momentum thing going to it, mm. where you would wall run, jump on a wall, and you would progressively get faster. So it was actually a way of moving around the map. Whereas Call of Duty, let's be honest, it's just a big double jump that everybody's got. Um, and for me, it's just turned into, because I'm used to playing it a lot with one-shot weapons anyway, it's basically turned into clay pigeon shooting. Because all it is is just people jumping up and me just sniping people out of the air. That um, can't. Yeah, literally is Duck Hunt for me, um, which is kind of fun. Um, I, I'm going to say it's the best Call of Duty. Where am I going to put it? If this Call year. Of, no, not... <laughs> the not, best not Call of Duty year. this November. <laughs> it's not Call of Duty 4, let's not say that. Is it as good as Modern Warfare 2? Hmm. I'm going to say it's a shade underneath Modern Warfare 2 for me. Interesting, interesting. I, I seem to be having connection issues as well on the PS4. Just I never seem to be getting any kind of decent ping and i know it's not a very scientific test i.e i'm pressing the uh select button and looking at bars Mm. i'm not even sure what it represents anymore but there used to be a time when you could kind of look at that and say oh yeah yeah i've got a decent connection i'm i'm host or whatever just doesn't ever seem to be anything exciting for me i mean i'd like to burn you and say that psn is crap but i'll be honest xbox live is just as rubbish right now with <laughs> with call of duty advanced warfare nice, it's, nice. it's disconnecting me every five seconds and stuff but yeah. let's, let's talk about the graphics the look we're on a new platform next gen platform what do we all think significant leap in visuals for call of duty yes there's campaign definitely yeah I mean, if you play the, any length of time through the campaign, I mean, the cinematics through that are spot on. You know, the the lip syncing, the sort of the face capture for Kevin Spacey and other characters. You know, it's it's fantastic. The the multiplayer is definitely better, but it's not on the same sort of level as a single player, which is obviously bound to happen. But it's mm. still it's definitely a, a leap above what we've what we've become used to in the past year. Definitely. How do you think it compares to Titanfall? Is it kind of a bit of a, a bit of a trolley question? But how, how does it? compared to Titanfall do you think I think it's better really that's controversial (laughs) can I just quickly layman's question how many players does it support in multiplayer Um, Grand War is 9v9 which is the biggest mode right which is bad epic that's what I play (laughs) 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 it's not that bad to be fair the maps aren't made for more people than that yeah. It would be ridiculous if there was more than nine people on a map sometimes. Oh, just I might mental. get a kill, actually, in that scenario. Which is... Well, you just end up getting killed even more, to be yeah. fair. But yeah, yeah. Grand, Grand War is kind of weird. I play it because the more targets there are, the more likelihood that I'm going to kill somebody. But if you're not used to playing it, then it's just death after death after death. Yeah, it's for the real men, yeah? Yeah, it is. For the basically. big boys, big boys only. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the campaign. I haven't played it massively. Oh, you need uh... to stop what you're doing and, and do that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, the, the first uh, couple of levels I played were really good fun. Um, we should probably talk about press square to pay your respects. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit ridiculous. That's what Niall needed to do. <laughs> oh, it's just never going to end. You're not getting Where away from you? it. I'm in a remembrance ceremony. <laughs> yeah, it's rubbish. Everyone's been quiet and I don't know why. I honestly didn't know why. That's the issue. 
But no, if I did have a button prompt, it probably would have been a lot easier. <laughs> so let's talk about Kevin Spacey. Are there any House of Cards fans in the house yeah, yeah, on the totally. pod? Great mm. show. I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. Um, and an unusual thing about the show is uh, Kevin Spacey will often address the audience, which I think is one of the coolest parts of it. I, I never saw the original. Did anyone see the original, the BBC one? Mark, I'm, I'm looking at you because you're I, kind of I, an old yes. boy like me. <laughs> Piss off. Hey, I've just passed my driving test. I'm youthful. <laughs> He's hip. Positively youthful. I, I saw bits of it, yes. Did he did he talk to the I, to the audience? I'm in that pretty sure well? they broke the fourth wall in that. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I broke the fourth wall. There you go. So yeah, I'm just always kind of expecting um, a sort of uh, a kind of Frank um, Underwood style sort of yeah. This is now I'm going to go and screw everyone over type thing, which never really kind of happens. It's all you can do it, soldier. It's just a bit strange for me. It seems a massive sellout for Kevin Spacey. Um, I'd say play more of it. It's it's not as bad as you think it is. I actually I actually think he brings quite a bit to it. I think it, it's worked personally. Um, I'm Does gonna he try s- and kiss you at any stage. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it's it's not that. Not weird. buying that then. He doesn't try and push you in front of a train or anything. Um, no, um, but no, it's good. It's it, it is actually quite good. I'm going to say that it's the best campaign since Call of Duty Four. Actually, I think it's better than Modern Warfare Two. And I genuinely think it's a really, really good campaign. It doesn't outstay its welcome. It doesn't try and be too clever. Like a lot of Call of Duty campaigns have recently just been like twist after twist after twist after twist. Look how clever we are. What but, is what is the setup for this one? A private military corporation, and look how evil they are. Isn't it North Korea this time? Yeah, uh, yeah, kinda. Ooh. Well, it is, but it isn't at the same Damn time. Damn Koreans. That kind of goes away fairly quickly, and then it's. Let's be honest, it's in the trailers, man. It, it's easy to see Kevin Spacey becomes a bad guy. It's. It's not. That's not even a spoiler. Say what? It's. It's not even a spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. That is a spoiler. Oh, that is not a spoiler. Oh, I can't buy Call of Duty. You've ruined it for me. If you've watched the trailer, he's clearly a bad guy in that. Ah, oh, press square to ruin it for everyone. Just got to take it back now. Got to throw it at the wife. I don't want it anymore. All right, bleep it out. But <laughs> it's too late. Damage has been done. We've now. heard it now. <laughs> but yeah, you've it's... robbed me of something. I really haven't. Literally, it's it's like the first hour, maybe two hours. It's it's, but it's good. The campaign is good. Let's let's put it this way. And, and you, you you're doing a review for the site. I am, I am. That should be done soon. By the time you hear this, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to say by the time you hear this, that review will be done. Commit is it to a it. Rolling, yeah, rolling I'm, review. I'm no, this is just going to be a, a normal review. You're not going to update it every month for the next ten years. No, no, I don't think I am. Um, I, I normally I'd have got Call of Duty done quicker than this, but I actually wanted to <laughs> to not knee jerk it. I wanted to actually really. Kind it's of, the best Call of Duty this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to just bring it out and go, this is amazing. I wanted to sort of let it sink in for a little bit and sort of really give a good opinion on it. So I think I'm ready to do that now. But yeah, it's, it's definitely the best one for a long time. How's it gone down on the forums? It's always been one that drives traffic and drives debate and conversation with loadout threads and uh, hookup threads and well, maybe not hookup threads. I'm going to say, what have you been reading? <laughs> Press X to hook up. Yeah, <laughs> need to get me some of that. I think. 
is uh, is everyone talking? Is it got got the pages uh, flying right, left, and centre? I think there's a bit of both. I think a lot of people realise that it's better than it's been for a long time, but at the same time, the age-old problem of lag and online connectivity issues is plaguing it, and people are, have such short fuses when it comes to that, and especially Call of Duty at this point, that I think a lot of people are just rage quitting pretty much instantly and going, this is just another Call of Duty that doesn't work and will never work, so I'm not even going to bother. Mm. Um, but I, I think see, see you next November. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'll give you my money again next year. Um, but I think a lot of people are playing the campaign and being pleasant, pleasantly surprised, and a lot of people are seeing that it is better. It's you know, it's it might have brought back some of the goodwill that Ghosts lost. Mm. And can 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 we beat the campaign in an evening? Is it is it a short one, or have they extended it a little bit this time round? Oh no, it's short. I did it on hard, and I must have done it in seven hours. Mm, okay. So it's it's reasonably easy to do. I would say that I, w- I kind of want to play it again. It's it's that good. I would, I would I, play I, it again. I often have played COD campaigns multiple times. I always enjoy sort of doing normal, hard, and then veteran, working my way through because they can be done sort of fairly quickly. And uh, I think they're actually pretty easy, aren't they, on veteran? Once you sort of know the layout and know where people are coming from. Yeah, it's not COD Four anymore. It doesn't really hurt you to do it on veteran yeah it's not ruthless yeah but i would say check it out if if you're a lapsed call of duty player who has liked it in the past yeah. and is at least slightly open to the fact that this might be okay then give it a go but if, if you're already of the opinion this is going to suck then just don't even bother yeah give it a go go for it press square now should we talk fallout but i might, I might cry or a lack of fallout. Throw a tantrum, yeah. <laughs> Why isn't it real? You rather excitedly posted this story, Niall. Uh, did you at the time think it was legit? Um, after the the first time that it was apparently announced and then wasn't real, I was kind of, kind of a. I didn't want to believe it, but in the back of my mind, I was like, "It's happening! It's happening!" Okay, then, so fill us in. Tell us how. Fallout Shadow of Boston uh, came 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 to be. How did that news leak? How did that story sort of rise to the surface? So as far as I know, I think basically somebody just um, was it filed for trademark for the name Some Fallout bastard. Shadow of Boston, and that immediately exploded, and um, therefore Fallout Four was immediately uh, confirmed. And obviously, it was fake again. So, Someone's always squirreling around trying to find trademarks and patents and that kind of thing. What's to stop us, like, trademarking Superman versus Fallout, Ninja Turtles, Episode 8? I think that's the point, that there is nothing to stop somebody right. like anybody just doing right. that. Okay. Wasn't there a problem with like a Halo registration, like a website at some point, or a Microsoft thing where someone had registered that website and Microsoft wanted it, but he'd like already registered it so they couldn't have it? It's, it's like that, like you said, there's just nothing stopping. I could go register Fallout 5 if I wanted to, then when it came to it, they'd have to call it something different. Wasn't there someone. Or buy ga- the rights? Yeah, someone gambled on Xbox One or something like that. And then Not they had common. to buy the. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> they got assassinated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By Frank Underwood. They got pushed under a <laughs> subway. <show>. Spoilers. 
It'd be a no. It'd be a nice way to earn a bit of cash, wouldn't it? To have a sweep on what the next consoles will be, and I'll register one. <laughs> so, how quickly did the hope in you die, then, Niall? Um, as soon as I think I can't remember who I think it was Total Biscuit on Twitter just said, "Oh yeah, by the way, that's a hoax," and I and I could have cried. It's just one of those games that I'm desperate for. You know, Fallout Four is going to be. I think, I think we all are. I think we all are. It's going to be amazing, isn't it? Can you just imagine? Just think about how good it's going to be. It's becoming the next Half Life, and it? it's taking that long. It's awful. It's awful. <laughs> it's going. It's going to have to be. It's going to blow everyone's mind. It's going to be look fantastic. But is this another case where we're building it up to be so amazing that whatever happens, we might think it's crap? But how could they possibly ruin it? I mean, all they need to do is come up with a new setting. Not too hard. I mean, they've already set the kind of standard for the for the universe. A whole new load of quests. Make it look pretty. Job done. Game of the century. <laughs> I, d- I don't know, man. If, if I go to Fallout 4 and I go up to somebody and press on the quest and the camera does that kind of... and zooms in on their face... You're pressing then, square right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they robotically talk at me and then it comes up with like three options. I think I'm going to be a little disappointed. And there's, there's a grand total of four voice actors. Yeah. It's. I just want more. I, I want Fallout, but I want it presented better. Let's not forget that it was the buggiest game on the planet. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like and facts. the animations, the animations in third-person mode. <laughs> oh yeah, not the best. They, weren't, they were not pretty, were they? No, no they weren't. If it had a co-op mode, that would interest me. If like, you could just like team up or like. Mm, I don't think it needs. I, don't, I think I it's. Think I think that, that one of the main themes is isolation, isn't it? So I don't think it really needs. That was the charm, needs. yeah. Just sort of call into work sick for a month and just sort of not open the curtains <laughs> and just lose yourself in it. I I, I remember the um, the quests in uh, in Fallout. They they were all quite nominal for me up until I got to some random canyon. And there were children missing. I had to go find them. And then these giant ants came from the Oh, yeah. It freaked me out so much. It was so well paced. Yeah. And it was so against the grain of everything else that we'd expected in the games up to that point. And then they were breathing fire. (laughs) I'm like, I'm in an episode of Star Trek right now. Yeah, that's what it was like. It was like every mission went. It was some weird off-the-wall Star Trek episode. Yeah, it was like, like a self-contained episode of TV. Yeah, it was like the one where you went into the little virtual world with the kids and stuff. and then, Oh, the black and white thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and there was one where you like took mushrooms. I think that was a, that was a DLC one, but that was, it was just, some of them were just crazy, just proper crazy. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And, and, and Skyrim recaptured that a little bit. I know you won't be able to agree with me on that. Cause oh. <laughs> Could you go and the, get me, the, the mere mention of swords and sandals sends him to sleep. The sword of Silas wants you to trek across the lands for four hours. No, thank you. Oh, Mount your horse. Oh, funny. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, suffice to say, we are all very excited. Surely someone somewhere is walk- working on Fallout for code name. They're working on it, but the problem is Something. the longer it takes to come out, the more people will expect from it. It's someone somewhere must be working on it. Surely it can't be long now till we get some sort of announcement or at least confirmation. I want it next year. I mean, it needs to be out at the end of next year, really, doesn't it? Let's be honest. I'd imagine we'd have to wear something at E3 or something next but year. Do we yeah. have anything confirmed big for next year, apart from Call of Duty, the best version that year? You've got the <laughs> Order. Quantum Break. Witcher. Uh, right. Bloodborne. The, the problem now, mm. though, is the fact that you're kind of in that weird 
limbo where if you want it to be kind of next gen or well current gen only and not kind of you know cross generational then surely a lot of the kind of studios will be thinking well let's hold on until the installed user base is significantly higher because you don't want to be mm. kind of balking a game to try and kind of fit it all on to run on 360 and ps3 but by the same token you know the levels of consoles out there xbox one and ps4 isn't you know that's not large enough if you want to release kind of what might be one of the games of the generation if fallout 4 kind of hits all its marks you want yeah. it hitting when you know you've got the maximum amount of users out there ready to buy it yeah yeah well we all wait with bated breath and um we will keep you posted any developments you'll hear it here very soon after you hear it everywhere else. <laughs> yeah. We were tempted to say first there, weren't you? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, let's move on, fellas. Uh, Sunset Overdrive, or should we do... Do GTA, do GTA. GTA, what, what's, what's the scoop on GTA? Um, first person first mode. Not, first yeah. person mode that nobody you asked must, for. You must have you seen, seen the trailer? The before and after. Uh, do you know what? I've not seen the trailer. All right. So just stop me, it. No, no, watch stop. It. Pause. Watch. Go. Just go, go watch the trailer. Seriously. Come on. Okay. Seriously. It's all right me being late, but you don't even know what we're talking about. Come on, Steve. Hey, it's my show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so is everyone actually excited for this first-person thing? Have you watched the trailer? How are yeah, you not no, excited? But is, this, is this a selling point? Because... It... Why are you even asking this question for? Leon just can't even compute this right now. <laughs> It looks amazing. Like, uh, I'm going to say, like, I was going to get GTA 5 anyway, mm. just because I'm silly and buy video games <laughs> twice on different platforms. But this first-person mode has just gone from a, hey, yeah, I'll get it maybe after Christmas when it's a bit cheaper, to no, 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 I need to get this and play it again. Even though I've played through the entire campaign, I totally want to play it again. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't really strike me as anything exciting. You're not really a first-person person, though, are you? I mean, I can get you live in first-person, clearly... You are first <laughs> like, that's when it comes to gaming I can get into them but it's, it's definitely not a selling point for me it's not mm. just the shooting though I mean motorbikes you know the, the planes and everything you know it's just going to be so much more fun <clears throat> that way mm. I was going to handle the, the like isn't there a prostitute scene at some point or some sort of sex scene at some point hell yeah, yeah. Oculus <laughs> Rift. How's it gonna? Yeah, how's it gonna handle that? Just a nice bit of first-person sex. Yeah, bring it on. Generally, our sex occurs, I do. <laughs> Depends. Threesomes, third person. It's gonna be good. But no, you could, The good thing about it is, though, it's like it's super customizable. So, obviously, some people might not like to drive in first person. So the the menus, as far as I'm aware, are, are quite toggleable. So you can say, right, for cars, I want to be in third person for shooting, or you can even have like the Rainbow Six cover system. So it's first person, but when you get into cover, it pulls out to third and stuff like that. Mm. Or, you, or you can just have it in first and just not use cover. Um, they've, they've really done a lot of work. And if, if you think about it, sort of like the animations are going to have to have added for first person, you know, shooting the guns and just all those little animations. And to, for me, it's just experiencing that world because GTA, what's Vice City, San Andreas, Los Santos or whatever the place is called. It's such a deep and detailed city. They put so much stuff into it. Can you imagine uh, if they could add it to all those previous games i mean all of that back catalogue would suddenly be worth so much more oh you mean first person if they could add it yeah do you think that's feasible 
I'm sure it technically is, but I guess it's do they want to? I mean, they, they said it's been they they said that they've put in as much work adding this first person mode as most other developers do in four games. Mm, interesting, yeah, yeah. Because the the thing that's leapt out at me most is watching how NPCs react and act mm. in like a mission scenario. You know, people sort of. There was one raid there, for example, and their um, heist. Excuse me, and their the guys sort of at gunpoint holding his hands up and turning and put his hands against the wall. It's brilliant, fantastic. Mm. The perspective change really has done a lot for me. For that, I, I I just feel like I don't know. First person just makes you feel like you're more in the world, and if there's a world you want to be more in, it's that world. It's another game you could play while doing a podcast. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> when's, when's it due? When's it going to drop? Talk to uh, next week. Top of my head, eighteenth. Yep, next week, next Tuesday. Whoa, whoa. Yep. Next week. Hell yeah! Holy yeah. moly! I, I need to pass my driving test again. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you all seen Interstellar? Yes, no, I watched yet. it in IMAX on the weekend. No, I watched it in IMAX. Split my eardrums. I've never oh, no. been. I mean, but this cannot, it cannot have been right how loud it was. I mean, no, it was painful at times. It wasn't. Sometimes you, you, they were talking and you're like, I have no idea what you're saying because the soundtrack is ridiculously loud. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got form for that, you know, with uh, Bane in the last movie. So that kind of seems to be something he enjoys doing. But the level of volume on this movie. It's I pretty mean, crazy. Oh man, it was so loud. Either mm. I'm getting old or just. Everyone says it, just you're not getting old. No, it's it's really loud. Oh, it's, turn that music down. It's too loud. It's crazy loud. I thought old it people was... have their TVs up up loud. They do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Well, they don't like all this loud banging to the. Sitting through that. Good movie though. Really enjoyed. Did you enjoy it, Leon? Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. I don't think it's his best movie. Is it three hours long? Yes. Ooh, I don't yeah, know. It, you know but it didn't. It didn't, didn't feel. feel like it. Yeah. No, it didn't feel it. it. It moves at quite a pace, and there's a lot going on. But I can't I justify that because I like having slush puppies at cinema, and it makes me want to go to the toilet a lot. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't don't do that. I have a tendency to fall asleep in cinema if things get that long. <laughs> so do I. Normally, I hate going to the cinema. To be honest, it's the first time I've been to the cinema oh, since I love it. Dark Knight Rises. I think. Oh, which, I love it. But this, it. I was happy that I went. But when I came out. Like most Nolan films, like The Prestige and Inception, I'm thinking about it for about four days afterwards going, man, that was some clever shit. Like, yeah. that, that guy's a clever guy. Whereas I came out of this and I was like, you know, I don't think that's as clever as it thinks it is. No, I, I enjoyed it. There's a couple of theories going around which kind of get that debate going again. So maybe I'll point you in the direction of them. I don't want to spoil it for Steve, who's obviously waiting for Orange Wednesday to go. And see. Sorry, what debate? Uh, don't spoil anything because I want to see it. Spoilers. 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 They all die. Oh, yeah, that's generally <laughs> the one. Someone dies. <laughs> Our character I'll dies. T- I, I, here's a massive spoiler. Matthew McConaughey does not bang Anne Hathaway. Oh, what's True. Brian going then? <laughs> there's, none, there's no boobies. Not in zero no. G? No. None. Zero right. gravity boobs. Diente. Hey, Destiny Watch... Are we are we gonna make? I mean, was it quite funny that we were making was, a thing of this? But... Was I was I right in seeing that Destiny Two is in development? It is, yeah. Yes. But I thought Destiny you was a right. ten year long. Yeah, it's coming out I, in twenty twenty four. I thought this. I thought I raised this on Twitter, but apparently the Destiny franchise is the ten year oh, plan, cheap. not just Destiny One. 
So obviously they're going to have Destiny 1, 2, 3, 10, 20, whatever it's going to that's... be. So it's the franchise that's going to have support for 10 years, so much like I imagine World of Warcraft or something like that. I can't see that happening somewhere. Uh, yeah, whether the user base is still going to be strong. It would be the other way, wouldn't it? It would be like Destiny gimped warfare and you just have like mops and... Destiny where something interesting actually happens. <laughs> Oof! <laughs> I, I don't, where there's is... actually a story where something has relevance <laughs> this wow. would be nice but I don't see how this doesn't make any sense to me at all because if it is meant to be sort of like World of Warcraft where every sequel is like an expansion which is what I thought it was going to be it was going to bolt onto Destiny so maybe the next one would add space combat and it would add a ship that you could walk around and fly around but your character would carry over it's not here start a new character and a new campaign it's Here's more of this world being expanded and more of this game being expanded. So I think if they are doing literally a sequel where it's like, yeah, play the next Guardian and go through our story and look at this new world or this new solar system or something, I think that's a bad call. I think Mm. you'll still be able to import your character over, you know, that kind of thing. I think it's still going to have some kind of, you know, thread running through it all. Um, Do you know what this this smacks of to me it it smacks of a miscommunication or a lack of common language at boardroom level down to developer level Mm. so of course someone at the boardroom level people will be asking they'll be like yeah of course you know destiny 2 yeah it's the you know the follow-up the the next thing that we do yeah of course that's coming whereas at developer level they're kind of a bit more measured with how they're describing it. They're probably exactly the same thing. I think as so- but-, but as soon as it was kind of cross generational, people must have known that this was coming. You know, they they tethered themselves to last generation technology so that they could sell as much as possible. But you know, in kind of five or six years time, no one's gonna want that base game anymore. You know, they they had to kind of move beyond that at some point. Mm. But the base okay. can evolve, that's the thing though. I think I, I really do think it can just be right. Destiny Two is here's a ship, here's another solar system, and just just go for it. Because ultimately, let's be honest, Destiny all it is is a loot grind game, and all, all the people who are invested in Destiny, all they're invested in is look at my character, look at my level thirty loot, look at how much I've leveled up my armor. If you turn around to them and go, so check it out, Destiny Two, you could do that all again. They're not going to be happy. No, I would want to walk like into a fart in a spacesuit. Yeah, I'd want to walk into Destiny <laughs> Destiny Two, where they say, right, here's your level thirty character. You bring him in. The level cap is now sixty. Go in, into all this new content. That's mm. what I would want. If it was the home world for all the like the different enemies that you found, and that'd be that would be a good expansion as well. Mm, something like that. But yeah. I mean, their their newest expansion or the latest one was it the Dark Below that got announced? That's not exactly brimming with content, is it? That's twenty pound for about three missions. Yeah, and one less if you're on the Xbox One. Yeah, just exactly. Screw you. Just cost. Do you Why think not? that Destiny is more and more looking like kind of them testing the waters more than anything? I mean, like the the kind of community feedback on this has been just almost everybody wants something changed in it. And this is the kind of danger of, of kind of listening to a fan base too much, um, but it seems like their their updates they're they're now saying you know things like cha- uh, channels for voice chat for matchmaking and that kind of thing, um, more interesting upgrades for weapons. It seems like a lot of things using language not outright saying yeah we could have done that better, but they're essentially saying 
there are a lot of things that we probably should be changing. Mm. I, th- I think Destiny just smacks of a lot of compromises that had to be made that we don't know about. Like the developers had a vision for a game and they just compromised and compromised and compromised until what we got wasn't really anywhere near what we thought we should get. Whether we'll get it in the future or not, um, I don't know. But I think rather than type of content that we need, we just need more. There's just not a lot in Destiny, to be honest. Mm. Um, And the stuff they're adding isn't particularly... It's just like, oh, go to the same places you've been to and do the same missions in a slightly different format. It's like, well, no. No one nowhere is committed to doing anything for 10 years. It's just... No one, no one's put that. Well, the Warcraft's been going a fair few years now, though. Yeah, but that 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 will have been going, you know, year by year. They'll be assessing it, the mountain of money that they were sitting on, and there's no way Destiny's ever going to make the kind of money that Warcraft. Made. No other game in the history of games will probably make the kind of money that Warcraft made. It's it's a made a decent amount, though, didn't it? It's it's brought them a massive amount of money in. It still does. Mm. It, it, it still does, but it's mm. not it's not on the incline that it was, and it would be a very very hard act to repeat, really yeah. hard act to repeat. Mm. I think they were hoping that that's what Destiny was going to be, but I I just think that first of all, I think that first person shooter players aren't as loyal as people who play World of Warcraft. No, yeah, I think not. like I am I'm a classic example of that. If a first person shooter comes out, I'll play Call of Duty this month. But if you put out a new Battlefield next month, You'll peace out. That. Yeah. I'm, pl- I'm playing that instead. Maybe in six months' time, when four shooters have come out, and in March, I'll go, so which one of those do I actually like the most? And then sit and play that for three or four months. But even then, it's only six months until the next iteration of something else comes out, and I'm on my way again. But I don't think they just snagged people who liked first-person shooters. I think that the, the kind of dream was that it would have, you know, when they said continued support, in, in a lot of people's minds, they read more content you know, kind of continual things to do in this world. Um, and then, you know, you can buy some of the, the DLC and the like, um, but just there would be more to do. I think they they snagged a, a huge amount of people who weren't just into kind of first-person shooters. Um, and, and they're now just kind of slowly migrating away. I mean, people who are looking for kind of great depth or, or some kind of RPG, well, they'll be gone to, you know, Dragon Age Inquisition. People who wanted first-person shooters with it, well, focusing on the competitive multiplayer side they'll be gone to certainly on xbox one to the master chief collection it just seems like i don't know the kind of core player base for that first title is going to be cannibalized before they make any of the kind of updates that people really wanted mm, i i agree with you i think first person shoot is that is the base of what the product is so those are the people who are going to stick around if they like it the people who like firing at things they're the only people who are playing at the moment because there's nothing else to grasp onto i don't know i don't know see have you read much of like the the kind of official forums and that kind of thing it's quite interesting just who is kind of sticking with this game i don't actually think it is the first person shooter crowd the the kind of common complaint from people who like first person shooters is there's not enough content and the general repost from people who like you know mmos is you know, you think this is a grind? This is nothing compared to, you know, what we've been paying for for, you know, years. People who are used to, who are acclimatised that kind of grind. Like, like I got sick being stuck on level 24 for about five or six hours and hoping for some piece of kit to drop. And people are like, yeah, you know, you know, when World of Warcraft started, we would just do the same thing for, you know, kind of dozens upon dozens of hours and do the same, you know, boring raid over and over again just in the How vague hope. Fun? 
where's the fun? Well, they oh, linked it into kind of a social side. That's the thing. I mean, the best quote about Destiny I've heard is that it's the least sociable social game ever. Which is, you know, they they have this... Sounds pretty damning to me. Well, you, you've got to go outside of the game for, for proper matchmaking. You've got, you know, you don't have kind of voice chat with just proximity or anything like that, or even just standard with fire teams. You know, you have to set all these things up. And, and you know, that was the core, I think, of a lot of MMOs, which was people got into, you know, guilds and clans and things like that. And yeah, of course. nobody was really doing that with Destiny. You know, no one's really kind of gravitating towards that idea of, yeah, let's set up our own kind of clan site and, and that kind of thing. It just, I don't know, never stuck. Yeah, well, they wanted it to, but they were like, yeah, do these huge raids in which you have to really work together, but we're not going to put matchmaking in. <laughs> okay then, fine. In this world where it's hard enough just to get two or three mates together to actually meet up in real life, I'm going to get six or seven of us to sit down in our own homes with our missus shouting at us and, and coordinate for four hours to do this raid. That that seems plausible. But yeah, some, some of the stuff in Destiny is ridiculous, but what I find interesting is that even though this generation is now a lot of games which are all just interconnected and online and everything, I honestly think that one of the biggest things that first-person shooters are failing at are first-person campaigns. Like Titanfall failed because people couldn't grasp onto anything like a single-player campaign. There isn't anything good in Destiny as far as single-player comes along. And now Call of Duty is here, and the single-player is actually kind of good. So for me, having a single-player to sort of grasp onto initially and sort of get into the lore and get into the world it really helps me enjoy the product in the multiplayer as well I, d I don't know it's weird I, I honestly think that single player is more important than these companies think it is right now you can press square in destiny right you <laughs> totally can you won't pay your respects it's probably press square <laughs> to send a ghost or something Pre press square to do shit you know? yeah pretty much I feel like we need a theme tune for the outro of Destiny Watch. Tune in next month on Destiny Watch. Or That's just, your job. Just don't. <laughs> it would be the sound. No, it, would, no, it would be the sound of an exotic engram for a different class. And 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 then somebody else going again. And someone saying, "Well, then just create a different character and bring that up to level twenty, and then use it." And then someone and a gunshot. Yeah. Someone shooting themselves in the head. Yeah. <laughs> no. Look after each other and yourselves. See you next month on Destiny Watch. Sunset Overdrive. Leon, talk to me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> wow, don't be too enthusiastic. <laughs> I am, do you know what? I'm, I'm more disappointed than anything else because this is the month of video games. It, it's the month of everything coming out. All the first Silly season has begun. Yeah, well Call of Duty is out. Master Chief Collection's out today. It's great. And the problem is Sunset Overdrive is actually surprisingly good. It's really, really good, in fact. Good, yeah. I, I gave it a nine. Um, it's super fun. It, it pokes fun at itself. It's actually genuinely funny in places. Um, it looks amazing. The Getting around the world, the open world, is fun. Um, 1080p? But, um, uh, no, no, 900. Is it 900? It's about 900, I think, isn't it? Yeah, is it? yeah it's not. But honestly, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it really yeah. it doesn't look like anything else out there and playing it it's smooth I think it's pretty much locked it is locked at 60 isn't it is it, uh, 60? Is it? I won't is check it? it with 30 or not uh, I'm not going to put my head on the line let's, let's not, not, let's go, not go down there. that road 
Do you know what? I, I think I feel like it is after after playing it. I feel like it was very very smooth. But anyway, it plays it plays very very well. Talk, um, t- tell me and all the other listeners that may not really know too much about the gameplay. What's it like? How do we compare? What's the sort of genre? If we had to pigeonhole it. Okay, so it's an open world um, game, and the premise is that a energy drink has turned lots of people into mutants, and you must do missions in the open world to save yourself or get out of the city or whatnot. As far as getting around, if you're running around on the ground using cover, that, that's just not a thing here. It's literally Jet Set Radio meets Tony Hawk. Um, you jump in, you're grinding on rails, you're wall running, um, you're creating combos with all those things. So jumping and wall running then bouncing off something else will create a combo and you'll be shooting in midair whilst you're doing this. It's got a bit of a lock-on system. Um, and it progressively opens up this sort of system of traversal to you where... Uh, to begin with, it's actually a little bit confusing. There's there's so many different things you can do that you're kind of just overwhelmed and you end up dropping your combo constantly. But at some point, it just kind of clicks and you just never really touch the ground anymore. And you're just flying around the city. Just crazy stuff is going on. You're shooting, nuclear explosions are going off. There's just mutants everywhere. And it's just... It's just really fun, and then it's just got this attitude about it where it breaks the fourth wall just pretty much constantly. Right. Uh, um, it knows it's a video game, and it's making fun of a video game, which can be kind of irritating sometimes when video games do that, but I think they balance it out reasonably well. Sounds very, very fun. Is it a kind of must-have game for an Xbox One owner? I think if you're an Xbox One owner, it really is a must-have game, if only because it is very different. I mean, they were making a very big point of it at E3, where they you know, had that trailer where it was a cover-based shooter, and then the protagonist from Sunset Overdrive came in and just brightened everything up. But it, it really is like a breath of fresh air, and that is the most mm. cheesy phrase mm. ever to say, mm. but it, it actually kind of is. Why not? And uh, co-op, is it sort of a decent co-op experience? It has a eight-player co-op mode, which is somehow... And trust me... And it works? It does work. And Sunset Overdrive on its own, when you're playing it on your own, is pretty crazy. They don't shy away from throwing lots of things on the screen, and it's all pretty crazy. But with eight people, all war running, grinding, shooting off crazy guns and stuff, it's it's pretty insane. Um, But it's it's quite fun. Yeah, it's it's a very good game. Mm, I'm intrigued. I, I almost feel tempted to part with some cash i'm gonna hold back would i buy the whole console for it i don't think i would buy the whole console for it i think it adds to the package which makes the console appealing if i didn't have one i'd see what's in that package what's in that package what's in that appealing package forza horizon 2 sunset overdrive and master chief collection Mm. Those are three games that you can only get on the Xbox One. Obviously, if you don't have a PS4 or a PC, then all the other multi-platform games as well factor into that. But mm. those three games for me would make a fairly compelling reason to buy one. And admit it, you like walking in and saying Xbox On. Well, plus that, yeah. <laughs> I, I am a fan <laughs> of talking to my, my, my stuff and it responding mm. to me. Juicy. Steve, did I see you had a U-turn and bought another one or you'd sold a one or PS4 or cash one in or... Well, I did sell one, but I ended up buying one again, yeah. You bought one again? Yeah. Well, I, I work there now, don't I? So it'd be rude not to, wouldn't it, really? Would you get some sort of staff discount or something? I had loaded credit on my account anyway. I had about 100 and some pound on from numerous trading, so I thought, yeah, why not? I uh, got the white one with Sunset Overdrive, so I, like Leon said, 
when I, when I bought it earlier in the year, there just wasn't anything really to sort of entice me there. I mean, I wasn't immediately taken by Titanfall, uh, but now you've got Forza Horizon Two, Sunset Overdrive, and Halo, which I probably will end up getting either this week or next week. Mm-hmm. It's sort of Xbox has got a very good Christmas lineup, so like PS4 had a strong start to the year, but they've not really got a big hitter this year at the end of Christmas. So Microsoft have got a massive chance to sort of peg back some sales and considering some of the deals you can get on the consoles now as well, um, it's just ridiculous to some of the games you can get as well. Weren't they even so talking about pushing stuff back as well at one point? Yeah, um, they, yeah, they said next year their lineup is looking so busy that they're probably either going to have to delay some things or spread it out across the year because their first party lineup is going to be so busy that they probably won't have enough time to fit it all in which is a reassuring thing to hear, but whether or not it's actually true and whether the stuff is going to be decent quality will be another thing, but it's nice to I know that things are coming. I think it's more a case of they want to give you enough time to buy them all. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, now, like Leon said, you've got so many games now, there's going to be inevitably games that you're going to miss out on, but it's nice to have sort of, right, this game's coming out in three months' time, there's another one coming out, and in three months' time, there's another one coming out to give you enough chance to play it, and that's not always possible, but it's mm. nice to see them sort of understand that not everybody can go out and say right I'm buying five games this month and spending £200 on games and not everybody can afford it so it is it is nice to see them being sensible and it's nice to know games are coming because obviously people who have bought one like me before when Xbox isn't your main platform it does sort of get shunned to one side but when you've got so many good games for it at the minute I mean I've enjoyed Sunset Force as a brilliant game and no doubt Halo is going to be a brilliant game as well then now is probably the time to get a, an Xbox One after it's just had its price cut as well. So you you working in a game store now? Is that, yeah, is the crux of it. You you ever tempted to slip the potty onto that <laughs> store audio <laughs> system? I can get away with it. I might do. Yeah, just I might just go in with a you know just a shirt on, a navy forum shirt, and just push out some advertising. Do you know what? Maybe I should get a limited run of uh, of the t shirt. I am Steve Hill, and on the back it just says, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All proceeds would go to charity. I'm not interested in profit. You know, I just want to I think spread, people would buy that. Spread the love, basically. Imagine all the joy you would bring to everyone who sees it. Exactly. I think people would buy that. I'm curious, Steve. Um, yeah. Well, maybe not just for you, but for everybody. Do you yeah. think... Do you think, and being as though you're in the retail now, maybe you can give me some anecdotal evidence. Do mm-hmm. you think that Microsoft's strategies that they've got now, I mean, in the US, they've cut it by $50 as well for the Christmas period. They've made just like a three-month price cut, essentially, yep. um, making it a lot cheaper. And obviously, like we've been saying, they're hitting on the games front kind of now, and maybe Sony doesn't have a great deal. It was meant to be drive to I suspect, but let's not talk about that. Oh, don't get me um, started on that. <laughs> yeah, so... Is it enough? Obviously, PS4 is just running away with the lead. Can they claw back? Have, have you seen the bundle that they're offering at the moment? The, the actual price of it? For is it, It's got like two games, like Sunset and Master can, Chief, is it? Can, you can buy one at the minute that's got Call of Duty, um, Master Chief Collection, and it was, well, there's a download code for Forza Horizon, or it was either Sunset Overdrive and another game, I think. Did I mention Halo in there? Um, for three yeah, 350 quid. Mm. So you're getting it's three aggressive. or four games for £350, which is a fairly good deal, to be fair. Um, considering that it was £420 when it came out, now you can get one 350 quid with four games, which are good quality. It's, I think it's a, you know, I think Microsoft have got it spot on at the minute, and 
I mean, is it what, enough though? Um, talk, talking about bundles, actually, it's yeah. fine to stick my two cents. And I saw something. I think it was game actually the other day. It was a PS4 with I think it was like four games, including Last of Us and things like that. And yeah. if I ever had to get a PS4, oh, it's here. Look, I've found it. It is Grand Theft Auto Five, The Last of Us Remastered, Destiny. Vanguard, Destiny plus Vanguard, not sure what that is. Vanguard edition, basically. And uh, 12 months of PlayStation uh, Plus. Oh, they're online. Yeah, they're online. Yeah. Thing. If I Which ever had to get a console... quite a few free games with that. Yeah, if well, I ever had to get a console, a PS4 with GTA, Last of Us and Destiny... How much, sorry? It's 399 that. Mm, that's good, actually. So that yeah. would... Juicy. That could actually tempt me into a console. Not that it ever will, but if I yeah. end up thinking might dip my toes into that ocean... That's quite I mean, a good bundle. Yeah, I mean, we we since that bundle has launched, Xboxes have flown out of the out of the store now, um, because like a similar one as well, you can get for I think it's three hundred and sixty pound, you can get two games in twelve months Xbox Live, which again is a brilliant deal. Seems though Xbox Live is forty pound and you're gonna need it. So I mean, I think Microsoft have got a sort of plan at the minute to sort of gear up over Christmas and buckle down and get some decent sales because there's Assassin's Creed bundle as well after. Which I think has got a lot to do with the whole you and a nine hundred P debate because there's not Assassin's Creed bundles for uh, the PS4, so there is a lot of choice this Christmas. So I think I think they've got a lot of sort of options available, and I think they're going to have a very very strong like end of this year and start of next year in the sales because we've got Black Friday coming up as well, which is, there's going to be stuff in there that's going to be crazy. So it's kind of do or die for them at the minute though isn't it really they are getting so, yeah. absolutely destroyed yeah it is last sort of last chance saloon now i think i mean i know ps4 is probably going to be in front for the rest of this generation now i think they've got such a big lead that it's going to be hard to get it back i mean the only thing that microsoft can possibly hope for is more sort of psn issues and sort of like this issue with the updates people like getting sick of paying this 40 pound a year for the ps plus when they're not obviously doing any work on the servers cuz Without hands down, Xbox Live is the better service. So I think they yeah, but pe- pe- people will you know it takes a lot to go and sell a console and then get another one. People will tend to just stick stick with what they've got. Just oh yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's one of the things I think a lot of uh, the majority of adopters probably will go PS4, but I think there's there's enough to tempt people and lure people to the Xbox One now. Whereas when it first launched, there wasn't necessarily the sort of Unless you were a sort of a Microsoft like fan through and through, I don't think there's enough to lure you across. What would but, it take to to swing it now? Some kind of peripheral, some kind of unknown quantity that could kind of come from nowhere. Could it could it be some kind of headset, some kind of Oculus type device? Would that would that swing it? Do we think? I think it's going to be more Microsoft doing what they've already done with stuff like Tomb Raider. Them just going, listen, mm-hmm. what all we've got on our side at this point is a truckload of cash behind us. Yeah. Mm. So, hey, Square Enix, Tomb Raider, that's for us for 12 months. Hey, other developer, another franchise. Everyone's going to hate him for doing it, but at some point, it's going to start working. It's a fasc- fascinating time for Microsoft, isn't it? The change of leadership and you know all the things that they're, they're desperately doing to turn around the, the phone situation, which it kind of looks like they're kind of pulling off to an extent i mean they got a long way before they're ever um, mm. in iphone territory but a lot of people thought it would be dead and buried before now the phone side of things and it and it's still there it's still kicking alive it's, and kicking 
I think it was, I think it's a decent platform. I think it just needs to like. Like, I mean, iPhone took a while to get going. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be the same like Apple or iPhone, but I think the actual Windows itself, the the sort of the the operating system and the, you know, I think it's there. It just needs the support. The problem is they don't get app support as much as Android and iPhone do. And the the Surface tablets, they look quite good. I mean, I'd never buy one, but I mean, if they can push that, I think they look absolutely fantastic, them. Same. I think they look great, but I'm never buying one. Yeah. <laughs> so the, that's the problem. They look good, but you never buy them. But they need to have that yeah. sort of killer thing where, right, I need one of them or I need a Windows phone. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. if they ever got to the point where the phones can play, I mean, they can play some games on there now, but if it ever got to the point where phones are powerful enough to play decent games or better games than on the Windows platform, said, oh, yeah, it's basically like playing like a little Xbox in your pocket then. Maybe, but... Who knows? They've, like you said, they're going through a bit of a change at the moment, so they've got to have something in the works somewhere to sort of regain a lot of a lot of people and um, a lot of money back from somewhere. Someone needs to tell their marketing department as well. Listen, guys, just because you put the Surface Pro in every TV show that you can doesn't mean I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I don't care what what tablet Arrow is using on this TV show. It's not going to make me buy it. Hey, I've never, I've never watched that. Catchy. It's pretty good, actually. Catchy, yeah, I've heard that. Doesn't make me want to buy a Surface Pro, though. No. Ah. Uh, guys, thanks so much for joining the podcast. Just very quickly, have we got any reviews to plug? Nala, I, I think Football Manager is, should be on the uh, site now. Yeah, it was out a few days ago now, so if you haven't seen it, give it a look. So I, actually, I'm part of a fantasy football league, and the mm-hmm. guy that runs it, a really nice bloke called Stu. I know Stu is a massive fan of Football Manager, so I want to say hi to him. Stu actually got dressed in a suit once to do a press conference We've all done Football it. Manager. We've all done it. <laughs> There's no point in it. We've all I done imagine it. it must have been a press conference of some significance. Mine, was the, uh, mine was the Champions League final, so mine was a bit... Right. You you just have to, don't you? Birthday suit? Speaking. Full suit? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think most of us probably play in a sort of very close to birthday suit, if not a full blown. <laughs> but no, you have to you have to take it seriously. It's a very serious occasion. Um when you when you're managing Donny Rovers you have to take it seriously. Obviously you can't you can't be a uh, lax when you're managing Is Donny that Rovers. your team? Don- it, is. Don- Don- it is. It is, yeah. Yeah. I've I've spent to say I don't really like 2015, I've spent 51 hours on it. Oh my goodness! So, Has it even been out 51 hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not it's not fantastic. I'd still, if I had to, I'd still play 2014. But it's because I'm kind of invested in this save file on 2015, so I'm I'm still playing it. But it's not it's not great. It's not as good as 2014 by a long shot. We can read the review on the site, get the inside scoop. Uh, Mark, any other features we need to plug at all? From the other guys who couldn't be with us today. Uh, Manage Bayonetta 2 review should be up hopefully by the time this goes out. Um, but obviously the big one will be uh, Leon's Master Chief Collection rolling review. Mm, juicy. When when you finally get your hands on a copy. <laughs> yes, finally. But yeah, that should, that should be around by the time this comes out hopefully. And Call of Duty should hopefully be up. So a busy few days for me. Yay. stuff. Steve, anything in the pipeline at all? Um, come Friday, should it be here, I'm going to do a nice little comparison of the two Assassin's Creed titles are coming out, because obviously you've got the one that's on the PS3 and the 360 in Rogue, and then Unity comes out on the PS4 and the Xbox One. So I'm going to do a little article about which one you should get this Christmas, which one's the best, should you have a system to choose from, or want to buy one or the other. 
So that should be out within the when whenever the copy gets here. So that might be next week. But yeah, nice little Assassin's Creed article. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Uh, if you want to reach out and contact us or give us feedback, etc., a little bit of banter, you're welcome to tweet us. Post in the thread where the uh, the podcast is um, hosted on the forum. Uh, Steve, remind us of your uh, Twitter handle. Uh, wait, let me check. I'll just have to double check it. Hang on. Professionals always. It is at Steve underscore Carter ninety one. Cool. And I am at Steve underscore Hillskill. Um, guys, massive thanks for for your time and thank you, listener. Um, we will catch you next month. Massive thanks to Mark. Cheers, Steve. Huge thanks to Steve. Cheers, Steve. High five to Noel. Thank you very much. And a fist bump to my main man, Leon. Peace out. And we will see you next month. Uh, Team Deathmatch. Team Deathmatch.